This is Tuesday, March 1st. Years ago, when I was in graduate school, we arrived one day for class to find that our professor was missing. His teaching assistant showed up and provided us with our assignment for the day and sent us home. No explanation was given for the reason our professor was not available to teach that day. It was only later that we learned that the U.S. State Department had flown him to Washington, D.C. to introduce the President of Korea, South Korea, to the President of the United States. We also later learned that in many cultures, an intermediary must make introductions for important people to come together and talk. You see, our professor was highly respected in South Korea and knew the president. He was the perfect candidate to introduce the men to begin their visit. Now, the way we live, introductions are not that important. We use intermediaries far less often and in less formal ways. In the beginning, God most often used mediators to stand between him and human beings. The Lord especially set apart the high priest and gave him a special calling to stand before him on behalf of all his people. And when the high priest was serving in this way, even his clothing carried the symbols of each of the tribes of Israel. He was representing the tribes. And so through him, it was as if all the people were present. Now here's what the book of Hebrews tells us about our high priest. Hebrews 4, verse 14 to 16. Now, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Now first we notice that our high priest is Jesus. The Father made him to be the mediator for us. He is the one that stands before the Father on our behalf, or you could say, he represents us in all matters before the Father. You could also say, he is the connecting point for all of humanity with God. Now notice that that said, that the scripture also tells us he passed through the heavens. Yes, he himself is God and dwells in the presence of the Father. What an amazing high priest we have. You see, we might wonder if a priest can really make contact with God. And if he can't, well, how can he help us? But we know that Jesus came from heaven and returned to the right hand of the Father after he completed his mission. You see, there is no one that can access the halls of heaven like Jesus. We can have confidence that Jesus has access to God the Father Almighty. But we also see that Jesus has been tempted in every way as we have. We saw yesterday, Jesus knows our experience. He had to go through, and he did go through, everything we have in order that he would know human experience. Yes, he was tempted, he knows temptation, 
And he knows it even better than we do. The one that resists temptation knows its power far more than the one that gives in to it. The only difference for Jesus was that he steered clear of sin in all that he did. And add to that, as we've learned, he's beset with weakness as we are. Again, this uniquely equips him to intercede for us, to represent us. How could we find a better go-between? Now, the results of Jesus' identification with us are many. First, I love the word that is used here to describe how Jesus has entered into our experience. He is able to sympathize with us. What does sympathy mean? Yes, it means an understanding and entering into what we feel. Of course, hearing this is strange because the Jews came to believe that God was beyond feeling. But here is Jesus. He knows what we feel and is so identified with us and our experience that he feels it too. To say this about Jesus, the one that is God, is is beyond remarkable. Now, of course, when we see Jesus in the Gospels, we see his heart. We see compassion. We see sorrow. For example, our high priest feels what we're going through, but also this means that Jesus has mercy toward us. He's been here with human beings and he knows what life does to us. And this is why he looks on us with such mercy. And finally, he will help us. His love and sympathy are not only feelings. We receive grace from him when we need it. His love means action. His sympathy means active mercy. I want to return to my old professor. In his humility, he would never tell us of the great honor of the introduction he made on the day he missed our class. But he knew his calling, and what he did opened the way for the beginning of a relationship and for the productive work that followed. Think of what has been accomplished by the priestly service of Jesus. He has opened a new and living way to the Father. And even now, He represents us before the throne of God. Let's pray. Almighty and gracious God, we rejoice to know that Jesus sits at your right hand, making intercession for us. Jesus knows us, Father, and we rest in him. We rejoice that he is our representative and that we can trust in you. We pray in his name. Amen.